Welcome to this week's Monday meeting. Today is April 19th, 2021. Monday meetings are a chance for motion designers all over the world to connect and ask questions, share inspiration or hear presentations and interact with industry leading artists on an equal playing field. Today, your hosts are myself, Mark Cernosia, and Liam is here as well, Liam Clisham. Um, if you have any questions or uh, want to participate, you can raise your hand using the raise your hand function under the participant tab, or you could just type question or whatever in the chat and we will call on you. Um, as usual, this call will be recorded. So if you have any concerns about something that was said on the call, let us know and we will take it out of the final release. Um, really kind of an open discussion again this week, but the the main kind of jump off topic uh, I thought would be kind of interesting and Liam and I talked about this earlier was um, kind of nutrition and exercise while working behind a desk for so long. Um, so wanted to kind of throw that out there into the universe and see if, uh, if anyone has um, different routines or tips or tricks or whatever it is uh, in terms of staying healthy or doing your best to stay healthy while, you know, being seated for so long and, you know, not necessarily getting the physical activity that um, some other, say, jobs or professions may get. So anyway, I thought it would be an interesting topic to kick off uh, this week's meeting with. Um, and to give you a little backstory, I was listening to a podcast um, about metabolism and uh, it's this guy James Altucher's web or podcast and he had uh, uh, this guy on named Angelo Poli um, and he's he's like a nutrition coach and whatnot and essentially the whole thing's about like metabolism and how a lot of people will tell you, oh, I've got a great metabolism. Oh, I don't have a good metabolism. And they all think it's kind of genetic and whatnot. But what he's saying is it's very much controllable. And, you know, like caloric intake or um, uh, exercise routines and all that will shift your metabolism. And, you know, it, that can help with just staying healthy. Um, Anyway, so it got my gears turning a bit um, and thought it would be a good topic for today. So without just keeping rambling on here, <laughs> I figured uh, I wanted to tag Liam a little bit because Liam actually spearheaded a kind of a health exercise challenge for people who are part of the Patreon and are part of the uh, daily call. Um, the Monday meeting daily call that we have over on our discord. Um, so Liam, I don't know if you want to maybe talk a little bit about that, but I think that was really cool. It was kind of power in numbers and having kind of accountability with people. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't remember how long we did it. eight weeks. So it was pretty short. It was just like the first two months of the year until March. Um, it went pretty well. This isn't the first time that we've, to do stuff like this on the call too like last year when we started doing daily calls we set aside um it's like a random workout every hour each day so like mondays would be every hour we have to do five or ten push-ups or something and tuesdays would be jumping jacks or 
something along those lines. And people could choose their own if they wanted. And then my wife signed us up for a Biggest Loser thing through her work group. And I was like, oh, why don't we open it up through the Daily Call people and see. Um, and it's too bad George isn't here because George and I are still kind of like competing at it a little bit, just like personally and just taking each other on. And then um, Penny as well, like we all add each other on our Apple Watches and send each other fonts or challenges and things like that. Um, but yeah, none of us, I think, are doing anything too specific with it. Like we all kind of have our own ways of going about it. Um, the one thing that I've been really turned on to this year is well, I got a new Apple Watch because I had a Gen 1 and I have like six months or a year free of the new Apple Fitness platform. And that's been amazing. Um, it's very much like Peloton. If you've seen those commercials or ever done that, there's a bunch of different workouts and um, yeah, you can choose like high intensity workouts or body weight, or if you have a treadmill, you can log in and use your treadmill and sync it up that way. So that's been really fun. Um, as far as like nutritional side goes, and I, I think this will resonate with everyone, but you know, we all are short on time. So my wife and I have been doing this like meal prep thing every week where we reached out to a company and not like HelloFresh where you actually have to cut it up and cook it yourself, but like everything's made ahead of time and you just throw it in the microwave and it is just all natural ingredients, like nothing added. So not even salt. So like if you get it and it's just ground turkey and maybe sweet potato and something else, um, usually it's like broccoli or asparagus or whatever, there might be like a mild sauce that they have cooked up and put on it, like a, like a sweet chili sauce or something, but they try and like limit everything else that they do with it and keep it as holistic as possible. And that's been really awesome because one, not only healthy, two, it's based on the farms that they work with in the area and what's seasonal. So we get like a wide variety of vegetables and intake. And um, third, because of time constraints, because we're like Mark, we have a six month old. It's just like, all right, my wife and I hop in one of these meals and then we don't even have to think about if we're making something that our kids are going to be happy with. We can just then focus solely on cooking for the kids and making sure that they're getting a good meal. And then we just come together. So that's kind of been our journey this year. And so far, I was talking to George about it this morning because we're like so neck and neck with each other. Um, I'm down about 20 pounds this year. And George, I want to say is around the same. He's at like between 19 and 22. And it's just been like simple changes like that. Is that a local thing, Liam, that you are part yeah. of? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's called true wellness and it's here in Baltimore and we have to go to a pickup site every Sunday and they give us, you can order somewhere between a minimum of 10 meals to I want to say 30 or something like something really high like that. But my wife and I split, we order somewhere between 10 and 15. And so that's sometimes like breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner that we have for that day and just microwave it or whatever. Like some of the things that we get for breakfast are like pre-made protein pancakes and stuff like that. And like everything's portioned out. You don't even have to worry about like 
portioning things, which is really great. Um, yeah, and then they they deliver to different spots, different days of the week, depending on um, what's in season. So I think as the season changes because of uh, how long food is kept, that we will be shifting like a day or two later in the year because they want to make sure it's as fresh as can be when they deliver it. Um, so that's been really great. I've heard that they have other places in the area or other, sorry, I've heard that they have other companies across the co country that do something similar. Um, the one thing that's really cool about it as well is if you get tired of what they're making for whatever reason, even though it's rotating all the time, you can buy in bulk from them too. So you can say like, all right, this week I want five pounds of chicken breasts and they'll cook it and they'll just give you five pounds of chicken breasts. And if you just want to make salads all week and chop up some chicken and throw it in your salad, it's already cooked for you and you just have to do the other part of it. Um, so yeah, it, it helps out a ton for those late night crunches of being motion designer. Yeah, uh, our family, we do, we did the HelloFresh thing for a bit and then we, about a year or so ago, switched to a company called Sunbasket. Similar thing, um, just better, we found better in, ingredients. Um, and whatnot. And it, it is great for the fact that with kids and whatnot, it's, you don't really have to think about it and you can kind of go ahead and, and cook it um, following pretty basic recipes and whatnot. But I do find that some of the biggest benefits there is, is the portion control too, because, you know, man, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll down a large meatball sub any day of the week, dude. <laughs> but you know, that's not good for you. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like having the, having the portion control and just knowing that the, the stuff is sourced well um, really does make a difference. And being here in Vermont, and I know there's a, quite a few places all around the country that do this are kind of the, um, what is it? The, uh, it's like crop share, like a crop sharing thing. I forget there's an abbreviation for it. Um, but anyway, like, you know, bigger farms and whatnot that produce a lot of produce, um, fruit and whatnot, you can sign up and some of them have delivery services. Some of them go to uh, where you have to go pick it up or whatnot. But, you know, if you're living in a city um, and you don't have a place for a garden or whatnot, that's a great alternative. Um, and um, yeah, you know, some of the stuff that I've been thinking about recently too, and, and again, from this podcast that I listened to that kind of sparked some of these thoughts was the fact that um, eating better too, you know, it really starts with the food you ingest. And then, you know, the, the better the food is, the longer it kind of sustains you, therefore gives giving you more energy like you could eat really bad a lot throughout the day and you're adding a ton of calories to your diet and whatnot. Um, but you're doing that because you're constantly hungry because whatever you're eating is not sustaining you. So, you know, just feeding yourself better nutrients and whatnot seem to, you know, it just works better for energy levels for, uh, you know, exercise and all that as well. So, um, I'm trying to get better with that now that spring is here and uh, we're kind of emerging from the dark caves that get darker in the winter than <laughs> that we live in, you know, but um, 
You want to hear something funny that relates to that is Mark and knows this and I've kind of talked about it on here, but I'm a pretty big component for cannabis and I almost never get munchies now, now that I've switched to like more fulfilling meals. It's like, I'd like never hits me up. And like you were saying, you could down a meatball sub. Like if I got high, I, I was like, all right, time to eat like ravenous. I'm ready to enjoy food. And now like that I've switched to like these more fulfilling, like well-balanced portions and things like that. It's like, all right, cool. I'm just going to hang out on the couch and drink some water and like enjoy my time. So like, not only does it play into like your day to day, but if you're a fan of cannabis too. It will <laughs> curve your cravings and munchies there as well. Well, yeah, I'd also be interested to hear from the group if anyone wants to chime in about just like routines or habits that you may have good or bad. I know like, you know, sometimes I get in a bad habit of lunch, like always going out to get a sandwich and getting, you know, a cheese steak or a meatball. And then the rest of the day is like shot, it seems like, because <laughs> I'm just like so lethargic and, and whatnot. But at the time, it sounds all good, you know, and not to go off on a crazy tangent, but a lot of the stuff is engineered in a way <laughs> to make you feel like that, you know, it's that kind of, uh, I'm at loss for the word, but just kind of that like cerebral hit of, oh, I know this taste, I know this, I know that. Um, I don't know, I wanna throw it out to everyone joining today just to see what kind of habits and routines you all have, good or bad. Uh, I can I can chime in a little. Um, uh, happy Monday, by the way, everyone, it's been a while. Um, so um, what, what I found that worked best for me, I'll, I'll just share kind of my experience and then, you know, take it as, as you need it. Um, uh, I've tried to do various diets and things like that. Diets never worked. Um, but what worked for me was understanding my caloric intake on a day-to-day um, and being extremely honest to myself. And I, and I think that's the, the most important thing about it. So I used, uh, I used my fitness pal um, for about a year. Uh, I lost about 40 pounds. Um, it was, it was fantastic. It was probably the best way I've ever lost weight. Um, you know, they say, you know, health and exercise exercises is more heart health. Um, you know, food is going to give you all your weight loss, essentially 80% of it, at least. Um, but what I found was that, um, seeing how many calories I could intake based on the app, made me rethink the kinds of foods that I was eating. So I, you kind of get the most bang for the buck type of thing, right? So, um, you know, obviously vegetables um, are gonna be the biggest bang for the buck, right? You can eat a mountain of vegetables and intake like no calories, but it's gonna hold you over, sustain you and that type of thing, right? So um, yeah, so you just eat, um, I was, really honest, really brutal with myself, you know, cause I mean, the only person you're cheating is at the end of the day is yourself anyway. So, um, that, um, that really steered me in the right path. And like, then you, once you start recognizing like how many calories different things are, then you start figuring out like, well, if I want to, to ingest extra calories, like if I want to go and eat, you know, a, a burger and fries for, you know, for lunch, like, I understand that that's going to be, 
you know, like 1200 plus calories in, in a sitting, like, I know that that's coming and I want to do that, but in order for me to be able to do that and sustain my goal for the day, like, I know that I'm going to have to go outside and do something, ride my bike for, you know, 30 minutes or skate or, you know, go on a long walk that like that type of thing where it's like, I build in exercise into like the, the food that I'm ingesting. So that way I'm just kind of balancing those things. Um, that really helped. Also understanding that like once we get later, um, like I think once we hit our thirties, what happens is our um, our metabolism starts decreasing, um, but our appetite doesn't change. So what happens is we're intaking the same amount of food that we would, you know, in our twenties when you know we're earlier or whatever. Like those habits are still there, but our body doesn't. It, it just stores the fat now, right? So all of the excess, it just our body just hang hangs on to those things so being sort of more conscious and cognizant of that um also helped me um sort of reduce or at least sustain a weight um the other thing is that like built into our society is eating a massive meal for dinner which is probably the worst thing that we could do for our bodies um and it's you know late dinners and stuff like that you know anything after eight o'clock is really just going to be terrible for us because our like the way that our like the metabolism and like the metabolic state and like the way our food, our bodies process food and ingest it after that time, like, and going into sleep, um, like we should not eat anything really after like seven o'clock, like, especially like anything huge and heavy, um, just because it takes so long for our body to go through and process it. So when we go into this rest state, we, it actually, that impacts sleep cycles a lot too. Um, so trying to do like, you know, something, good in the morning, you know, a bigger meal at lunch, and then, you know, something smaller sustaining in the evening, that really helped as well. Um, and like, what else? Um, exercise wise, I started like a, a Peloton group, we had, I found out a bunch of friends were on Peloton. So I just coerced them into like into a text message, because you can't trust social media. Um, and then just everybody on a group, and we just held each other accountable in like positive manners like just reaching out to each other and like hey like I posted this thing it was super fun ride you should try it that type of thing um and it like we just did a month challenge we just did February um but it motivated everybody to like get off their butt and into uh into the seat and like you know do a 15 20 30 minute exercise and whether that was like a yoga class a strength training a, a peloton ride um so accountability partner partners really helped um, and then the last thing is really like, um, to try and find like a physical activity that was really fun, like where it's not like, uh, I got to get my workout clothes on and go do my workout. Right. Like that sucks. Like you're already leaning, like going into that with a negative attitude. But if like, I like right now I'm revisiting rollerblading again and, um, it's so much fun. Like I don't, I don't care how long or what kind of burn I have or whatever. Like I know I'm getting out for an hour at the skate park or just skating through the like neighborhood and stuff like that. And it's just fun. Like if you find like, like revisit those things that you love to do as a kid, like in terms of like physical activity um, and just, just lean into the fun aspect of it. And that whole like being after active part of it will just sort of come more naturally um, you'll realize how, well, I realized how out of shape I was, but even after all the cycling and everything, I am using different muscles, but like, that's just kind of been like 
my health, um, my health journey. So over the past, like probably 10 years, that's, you know, nice. a lot of the big things that I've really learned. Oh, thanks for sharing. Yeah. That's, that's some great info. And like, yeah, I hate running really, but mm. I love playing soccer. <laughs> so like I'll chase a ball, you know, yeah. <laughs> rather than just running down the street. But um, yeah, a, a few things that you said that resonate. Um, one is, yeah, you know, keeping track of what you're putting into your body, like caloric intake and all that. And I do want to point out that, you know, everyone can have different plans. Like you may have a plan that you want to build muscle with, right? So like that plan is going to look different than someone who's trying to lose weight or someone who's trying to sustain weight or or add weight, like, you know, um, part of this podcast, the guy was saying, track your track, what you put in into your body. Don't be like crazy about it for, you know, a month. I mean, you can, but he said even a few days just to get some data of where you're at and you should be able to show that to someone like a completely neutral person who has no idea what you're doing. And they should be able to see what you're putting in your body and understand that, Oh, you must be trying to build muscle. Oh, you must be trying to lose weight. Oh, you must like just by your diet alone, they should, you know, just a common person should be able to kind of understand what you're trying to do. And again, going back to the metabolism thing. Um, yes, you're correct. Like as you get older, your metabolism seems to level out, but what this guy was saying too, and he, he equated it very much to, um, like an addict, like a drug addict, like, if you're taking one pill all the time, whatever it is, your body becomes accustomed to that. So like you might be in a great diet and you're just doing the same thing you've been doing for years and years, but your body's now become so accustomed to it. It's just that cruise control. And even if you're exercising, even if you're, you know, feeding your body well, you might not be getting the results you need because your body's just become accustomed to it. So he was saying you have to be very, very careful with it. And he would advise getting, you know, a nutritionist or someone involved, but you almost have to like kind of punch your body a little bit of like either taking in like too much or too little or something to like kind of kick the metabolism back into gear, because if it's just on cruise control, it's just going to stay there. So he was saying, again, like that's just ways you can manipulate your metabolism and uh, you know, whether it's exercise that helps that diet or whatnot. Um, I thought that was just a really interesting thing about like, you know, maybe take a few days of extra calories and then all, your body's going to be like, Oh wait, what's happening or vice versa. Right. Or less calories, but something just to kind of kick it into gear and then get back onto your program and your body will, you know, feel better and the metabolism will be working better. Yeah, it's a, I'm no scientist or nutritionist or whatever, but it that sounds legit, right? Yeah, it, it's it's similar. It's similar to working out. Like uh, I linked this PDF. It's called Shortcut to Size, and it's uh, it's about like bodybuilding, right? And the way that they they structure it is that it's a it's a three week cycle, and then you sort of re reset in the fourth week. And it because what like with any workouts, you're just you're just you're going to plateau, and you just get to sit in this thing unless you make a drastic change on the, like you can still work out the same bodies, but the workouts are going to change and it's going to change the way that you're using your muscles, which will influence like gaining muscle again and gaining strength. It's, it's, 
it's, it sounds like it's a similar thing. It's just telling your body, like we're doing something different now and it has to adapt to something different instead of like knowing how to do this one thing that we do all the time. Um, so yeah, it sounds, it sounds about right. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Vishal, go ahead, man. Yeah, so regarding nutrition, so I don't know, um, have you guys read uh, the book Sapiens? Uh, it's by Yuvanova Harari. So uh, he's a, it's a, it's a nonfiction. Like basically, they, uh, that I found something that he said was um, people living. It's about the history of humankind, and that people living in the past they had a, a more resistance to a lot of diseases and like the early ages foragers and all had a lot of resistance because they had a variety of. Uh, food like their food variety was large, uh, but uh, once people started uh, having wheat and uh, you know having wheat as a staple and uh, cultivating and uh, agriculture came into being, the variety reduced. So our uh, immune system is not exposed to that variety, and we're sort of uh, in a in a very interesting way. I think like according to him, uh, we are sort of undernutrition, uh, lacking a lot of things that people in the past uh, uh, had. So, I mean, I was, uh, I actually looked into it and apparently like uh, even for bodybuilders, they go for variety, uh, not just, um, not just having uh, some supplements, they go for a huge variety of food. So uh, it's supposed to be like, uh, keep the immune system strong and all, and I think that's uh, right. No, that's a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that too. Um, there's been a bunch of like, I don't want to say a bunch, but there's been a few documentaries on it, and like, kind of what kicked off a lot of people for doing paleo stuff is like, well, you know, back in the day, you used to have access to a lot more meat and you were foraging and um, you weren't just consuming wheat all the time. You were consuming nuts and you're traveling all the time. So the variety was a lot better and, and all that. Um, so that really interests me too. And I, I've found that as well. Like I kind of need to have a, like a, a jump start every so often of, all right, I'm going to do two weeks on of being super healthy and then maybe I'll spend a day or two of just like eating how I want. And then that seems to eliminate plateaus. And I, Jeff was doing the, the challenge earlier this year, but I was definitely noticing that like, all right, three weeks in all of a sudden I'm like going back up in weight, even though I'm tracking everything perfectly and like my fitness pal and my calories are great. It's like, why is that happening? It's like, okay, I'm probably plateauing here if I let myself have a cheat day or slip or like change it up for 24 to 48 hours, the next time I weighed in, it was back to normal. I was back on my weight loss. So um, yeah, definitely variety is a good thing. Yeah. There's also like, um, there's also understanding that some of the foods that you eat, um, your body might be less tolerant um, with them in terms of like, digesting them and like how, how your body just kind of processes different foods, you know, um, it's kind of like a lot of people have like, you know, cheese and milk, dairy, that type of thing. Like they can't eat it, but I mean, it can also, it, it could be 
you know, it, it could be tortillas, it could be, you know, a particular type of meat, it could like all of those things, like if your body doesn't know how to process them well, it'll just kind of, it doesn't, um, doesn't help um, your, like, your ability to like reduce your weight and maintain like a sort of a healthy cadence of, um, you know, sustaining weight, if not losing weight, right? Um, so I would definitely recommend getting to a nutritionist. Um, my, like my wife went and found like, she had all these crazy, uh, food intolerances that she just, um, you know, like eggs was one of them. Like, she's like, but I eat eggs all the time. It was weird. Um, but she tried taking these things out of her diet and like her just general energy and like her, like how she felt was just much, much better. So like, it's amazing, like the amount of um, amount of influence like food has on just how we feel on a day-to-day uh, yeah yeah I, I've got family members that like are just now figuring out they have like Crohn's or like some level of IBS or things like that and there it's how did you go your whole life like just letting yourself suffer through this like I just thought that was like natural for people and I just thought like when I eat these things and I swell a little bit it's like okay well I enjoyed my meal and then I just swell a little bit it's like no that's your body telling you like don't do that to me yeah exactly like like listening to your body um that's man it's super important um I don't think we listen to it enough you know or just take there's small signals that we've just learned to accept but um, if we actually ask why, um, it'll turn out to be the food, food we intake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Liam, you kind of hit this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, Mark. I was going to say, I don't really know what else to touch on. So go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like, um, for me, a huge kind of like aha moment type thing was when I got a um, pedometer and now I have a Fitbit and like essentially gamifying it, right? Like, oh, I got to get my 10,000 steps. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got, and like, love it or hate it. <laughs> like, I know certain people I'm just like, oh, stop. And I'm sure my wife could feel like that sometimes to me, but it's, uh, it really has helped me just like have more of like that data visual of what's happening. And that's made a huge difference for me in terms of like, just having like daily goals and knowing that I, I need to get these steps in, or I need to, you know, go for a run or for the month, I need to get these amount of steps or whatever it is, like just kind of gamifying the whole thing has I don't know, made it a little bit more exciting for me to exercise. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I would definitely say the same thing as what Lucas was saying earlier, sorry, uh, is just finding anything that you can do that's fun, right? Like go play kickball or something, like just something where your body's getting active and you don't, you're, you know, you're not looking at it as like, God damn, I gotta go for a run. Like, you know, um, there's definitely ways to move your body in and get that exercise without having to go to a gym or like, you know, I don't know, hikes are great, you know, like, and again, being out in nature, we've talked about this a lot, walking around the neighborhood, 
not only is it good for your body, but it, it's, it helps your mind too, you know, it clears your mind, gets you away from the screen. And in this day and age, I mean, we can't really get enough of that. So sorry, I'm going to go back on mute. My babies, my little guys <laughs> barely hanging on. Yeah. I, it kind of sucks with COVID because I would like to try a lot more stuff and I've been trying more sports related stuff because my kids are getting into it. Like I never played lacrosse growing up because where I lived in the country, it was just not popular. But here in Maryland, it's like lacrosse and football or go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what you play basically. Um, and so my son started getting into lacrosse and soccer this year. And it's been super enjoyable. Like I will find myself going outside in the backyard with a cross stick and just like throwing the ball around. Like we have a, what's called a rebounder and it will rebound the ball back to you. It's like, I, I wish I knew about this earlier. Like I could spend a couple hours just like throwing the ball around, playing with a friend, catching, go pick up a, I don't know, a, a rec league game or something, but it would shut down. So hopefully towards the end of next year, I can start trying out some of these things and maybe get into a rec league. I was going to ask other people, like, is anyone here into a rec league type situation? No. No. No, I I built a like, uh, I, yeah, I started rollerblading again. So it's uh, it's very much a solo sport, you know, aggressive inline skating. So it's been fun to like, you know, hit little ground rails and I go to a skate park, but you can kind of avoid people at the skate park, you know? Um, so yeah, that's been fun. Dude, if I go skate, like skateboard for an hour, even if it's just a mini ramp or something, I am gassed. It, it's yeah, me too. It definitely works a lot of muscles. Um, what was it? I had one other thing I was gonna say too. I'm gonna jet, but thanks for the conversation. Um, see you guys. See you, dude. Thanks, Lucas. I just realized I have not had the chat open <laughs> this whole time, and now I'm seeing it. Uh, Jeff is saying that keto has been really great for him, especially because he's type 2 diabetic, so keep carbs to a minimum. Uh, Frank is saying, as a full-time employee, but working from home over the year now, healthy habits has been one of the main reasons not to go back to the office, jumping jacks and stretching during the day, standing desks, no more microwave food, short walks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder that too. Like, I, I have heard reports of businesses offering stuff like this, like partial work from home type situations and incentives or like going to a four day work week just to meet these demands that people now have as they've worked from home and gotten into these like healthier routines. Um, and it makes me wonder like how much are people gonna be thinking about this as they go back to work? Like, um, you know, you hear about motion designers that are pulling 60, 80 hour weeks now that they're working from home, they have a much more reasonable lifestyle. So um, yeah, but yeah, Ryan, I see your hands raised, so go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna add um, uh, resistance bands. I found those to be great this year. Um, I, I hate to run, I do it when I can, but I like to lift weights and with the gyms being closed, um, I actually got into resistance bands this year and there's this guy, he's got this company called 
uh, under sun fitness and they have like plans, um, whether you're trying to build muscle or, you know, burn fat, they've got high intensity workouts, but it's like an app that you can follow along with. And those have been, uh, like my best workouts of the year, just, just following it along with that. Just cause I didn't know you could, um, I, I like, once you like mount it to a wall or stuff, I mean, it gets, it gets tough. It feels like you're actually lifting weights on some of them. So that's actually been my preferred, uh, exercise routine this year. And they're cheap too. They're a lot cheaper than buying dumbbells right now, for sure. Isn't it safer than lifting weights too? Because you don't I, necessarily have the, that initial kind of like, yeah, I, I totally think so. I mean, I've, I've got a hand injury that's been going on for a long time and weights have always bothered it. And it seems to be less bothered by resist, uh, resistance bands. Cause it's, you're only, you only have that pressure when you're ready to start pushing or pulling in whatever movement, there's no awkward, you know, you're not fighting gravity at any point. It's only resistance in the direction you want it. So I feel, um, less pain, but also, you know, not the bad, like I, there's still good pain. Like you'll still be really sore from it, but, um, yeah, I think it's, I would say it's probably better for you. I, I enjoy it. And one thing too, that we haven't really touched on, but looking at the chat, um, LA says that good sleep will go a long way into building healthy habits. Uh, he tends to eat more at night. So I started fasting from 9 p.m. to 10 a.m. and getting good sleep. So good sleep obviously is something that uh, is very beneficial to your health. Um, I'm still working on it. <laughs> like, boy. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy. And I might have said this in another meeting at one point, but I did listen to uh, this other podcast, another kind of one about sleep habits. And the guy said that, you know, people working in our industry, if you're like burning the, the candle at both ends and all right, cool. Like you're putting in that time, right? Like rah, rah, rah. You're sleeping four hours a night. You know, you're getting back up, getting back on the box, whatever it is. He was saying that's actually a disservice because if you get to a point where you're your body and your mind is so tired, whether you're sleeping three hours a night, four hours a night, you know, something where you're in crunch time and you're barely getting enough sleep, that it's pretty much equatable to having a blood alcohol content um, of 0.08. So you're actually, your mind is actually impaired while not getting for, from not getting enough sleep. And therefore, even though you think you're grinding and you're, you got to get these deadlines, like your mind is not making the right decisions or it takes much longer for you to come around to things. So his argument was, okay, work those crazy long days, but you might get just as much done, you know, in a day that's five hours shorter than that if you're getting better sleep because you're being more efficient your mind's working better and that to me was just like holy like I never thought about that I mean I know like when I'm sleep deprived it's it's a grind and like I feel I don't feel right you know <laughs> like I feel like I'm on something but the fact that there is I guess scientific data that equates it pretty similarly to being impaired by alcohol, um, I thought was fascinating. 
Yeah, I think I've heard something about that too, where the reason there's been a huge increase of like motorist accidents and commutes in the morning is basically this, like Americans are overworking themselves. They're waking up, they're basically drunk. Like if they're not hung over from the night before anyway, like self-medicating and drinking themselves to sleep, then they're waking up exhausted, they're drunk, then they're going on the road, kind of just like on autopilot, but not the same reactionary time that they should have because of the lack of sleep. And it's just like, yeah, it, it's almost worse than being a drunk driver, I've heard. Um, who was it? I'm fully forgetting her name. The founder from Huffington Post, her name? Oh, Huffington, uh, Ariana Huffington? Yeah, yeah. Um, she has like a whole book or like has been working at, with a nonprofit about the importance of sleep too. I, I'd have to look for it right hmm. now. Um, but yeah, she's like on a mission to get Americans more sleep because of how bad it's gotten here. Yeah, and just looking at the chat here too, Sarah said that since her gym is closed, she subscribed to a video class or like fitness classes and video and finds it better working out now. I don't know, Sarah, if you want to talk about that, or if you have a mic today or not, but. Um... Oh, yeah, I have a mic. Uh, oh, I think yeah. the, thing, the thing that surprised me about that, because I've always been kind of a gym rat and loved going to the group classes, group fitness classes, like all the different kinds. Uh, and then the gym closed and I just got a video service and I've kind of gradually collected some equipment at home. And now I don't think I'm going to go back to the gym because I don't have to drive 15 minutes to the gym and 15 minutes home to get a workout. I could just do a 30, like if it's a busy day, I can always fit in 20 minutes. But if I'm going to, I'm only working out at the gym and it's a busy day, it's going to take me 30 minutes just to get to the gym and back. So I'm not going to get it done. So that's been really eye opening for me to uh, just kind of make that changeover. And I think I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, I, I think I said this earlier and Jeff is saying it too. Um, that new Apple Fitness Plus stuff has really made my wife and I reconsider going back to the gym. Cause like, all right, I can pop that open anytime I want, pick between 10 minutes. And I think the max is an hour long workout. Do that, don't have to drive anywhere. I can pop upstairs to take a shower afterwards instead of showering at the gym, which takes even more time. So an hour long gym session ends up taking like an hour and a half to two hours because of showering, getting ready and changing. Where at home, it's like, all right, I can put in a much stronger 30 minutes, go rinse off, get back to work. And there's an hour instead of two hours. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Sarah, on that. It, it seems to be a lot better routine. I think you even said, um, that you've been getting a better workout. Did you say that? I just, I just find I'm working out more often because it, I can fit in little bits of time. And the other big thing that you just said about working from home is, you know, I'm working from home. So unless I have a video meeting, I don't have to like shower and fix my hair and wear nice clothes. Like I'm wearing my gym clothes right now because I haven't worked out yet. I just get up, I put on my workout clothes and I will change after I work out later. So it's, it's, it's been really great to just put myself in that mindset. Like I'm going to work out when I get sick of wearing a sports bra, no matter what, <laughs> if I were going to an office, I couldn't like sort of 
hack my own brain that way because I'd have to look more professional <laughs> than I currently do. Yeah, totally. Like my, my routine like five years ago would be, I would wake up probably around 4.30 in the morning, go to the gym at five, work out for an hour, be six o'clock, shower there, get home at 6.30, 6.45, eat some breakfast, get the kids ready to take to daycare. And it's like, that, that was like a three hour routine just so I could work out. It's ridiculous. And now with technology, it's like, all right, cool. Dress however you want. Who's going to work out whenever you can? Yeah, now a 20 minute workout is a 20 minute workout. A 50 minute workout is a 50 minute workout, period. That's it. And it's so much easier. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how far off we are from like VR gyms where you like you throw on your headset, right? And you can be, you can have that social aspect, but then you're using like what Ryan said, you're using all these like resistance training things. So you're not like throwing weights around your house or whatnot. Dude, one of my favorite workouts recently is I have one of the like first gen Oculus Rifts and there's a boxing game on there called Box VR. And if anyone remembers Dance Dance Revolution from like the early aughts and like yeah. the 90s, yeah, it's like DDR, but for boxing and it's amazing. And I can just like put my headset on and get into it for, I mean, I'll play for like an hour, just not even thinking about it. And then the next time I'm like, oh, fuck, why did I do that? I'm so from throwing punches the night before. Um, and also like Beat Saber, that's amazing for a workout too. And they've gotten like a lot more complex with it where you're like you're doing squats as you're like killing things with your lightsabers or blowing up boxes with your lightsabers and things like that. So um, I would not be surprised if there's a VR gym in the near future. I'm going to make myself look so big. <laughs> Just so, whoa, I'll sculpt my own character. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, we're almost at an hour. Should we just wrap it up? Oh, this guy's, yeah. Time's getting. <laughs> Seeing as George has not thrown up with the meme of the week, I, I think we can wrap it up. Well, this would have been a real good meme of the week thing if he could have been involved. Yeah. Get some nutrition or exercise meme going yeah it's like i really would have liked george's take because like i said at the beginning we've been competing against each other and he's lost a ton of weight too and um he's kind of got a cool perspective on it because he's from the uk so his, like the way he tackles it is a completely different uh mindset because of just like the social structure that is there versus here so that would have been great but too bad george if you're listening to this we missed you um but yeah i'd say let's wrap it up yeah sweet all right i just well, want to jump in real quick yeah oh yeah say hello um i've been lurking um i don't know how regular this group is but this is my first time here and hopefully can uh make more of it i know i've talked to mark one-on-one -on -one before and uh a few years ago back when i was more of a beginner liam was a huge help in the in the slack channels with all the questions i had so some familiar faces there yeah, welcome. We, yeah, we we try and do it every Monday, depending on holidays and stuff. Um, we kind of skip them. Um, and then I guess towards summer, we might do a summer break. That's what we did last year. We took a few months off and just did a summer break and then came back and pretty much every week since. 
Yeah, I was trying to think. I mean, we're pushing three years now, maybe more. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look. I want to say I think we're on year three. Let's see. Anchor will dig in the archives. If I go back to Anchor, I'll have a good estimate of it. Uh, Let's see. So published. uh, Oh no. So published on. 18 but we were doing it for a few months before then so i want to say probably like june or july will be three years yeah i've been familiar with it i didn't know how regular i know the meetings regular but i didn't know like the the people involved are regular if you get a new group every week or oh yeah uh it depends there's a lot of regular people here um, Andy, Elizabeth, Sarah hops on from time to time. Chelsea's been on for a long time. Zubair, Alejandro, Jeff. Uh, we also do a daily call too. If, like you sign up for the Patreon, then we have a, a Discord server, which anyone can join the Discord server. I'll, I'll say that too. And then uh, you join the Patreon, it lets you join our daily call that we have over there as well, which is cool. I don't know, like 10 of us that are regulars that kind of hop in and out throughout the day. Yeah. Well, I just had a, I have a five week old, so I have absolutely nothing to offer on being healthy right now. <laughs> yeah. I think Mark's is two, like almost two months old. My yep. son, I've got three and one of them is going to be six months and two days. So yeah, we're all feeling the unhealthy baby lifestyle. <laughs> cool. Um, well, since Mark's got his kid, I will wrap it up. Um, if you want to find us anywhere, we're on social media, Monday Meeting, just do a quick search, moneymeeting.org for listening to these calls and everything. We've got a Reddit now to keep track of notes that people share throughout the calls. Also, Monday Meeting, so just reddit.com slash r slash Monday Meeting. I think there has to be an R in there for subreddits. Um, yeah, and then, of course, the Discord, which is growing every day a little bit because we just restarted it. So that's nice to have as well. And I guess next week, same time, same place. I don't think we've decided on a topic or anything yet. So if anyone wants to write in, uh, feel free to write in and let us know if there's something you want to talk about. All right, everybody, have a great week. And uh, if you're on the daily call, probably hop over in a little bit. I think Mark and I are going to hop on call real quick just to discuss a project, but we'll see everybody on the daily soon. See you guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Happy Monday. Have a good one. Stop recording.